0: Hey guys, this is Rocky, and you're listening to the God Loves Miami podcast. I want to welcome you to today's episode, and I also want to encourage you to follow us on social media at God Loves Miami on Instagram and Facebook, so that you can find out all that we are about and what God is calling us to do in our city. And now here's Pastor Mark.
1: Hey guys, what's up? This is Mark. Thank you so much for tuning in to the God Loves Miami podcast, and I have a great message to share with you today. Have you ever had to pretend that nothing was wrong? Or maybe you've had to pretend that you were someone that you are not? Because if people knew that something was wrong or or maybe if people knew who you really were, they wouldn't accept you. Or maybe you think that the person that you are is not good enough. See, the other day my son, he was acting super weird. And my wife and I are like, well, what's wrong with Caleb? And he's walking around the house like, Domo arigato, Mr. Robato, and, and being very short. And he had a little bit of an attitude with his brother and his sister. And it's not like him. He's like the sweetest kid you'll ever meet. And then we, we ask him, KK, what's wrong? Well, why, why are you acting this way? And he says to us, no, I'm fine. And nothing is wrong and we kept asking, you know, as the day went by, Caleb, what's going on? And, and, and my wife and I even talked. We, we went into the room and we're like, what's wrong with Caleb? Why is he acting this way? And then we came out and we asked him again. We sat him down and we said, hey, buddy, whatever it is, I want you to know that mommy and papi love you. And we know that you're not acting normal, that something's bothering you. Can you please tell us what it is? And he tells us, well, I got an F in my progress report. And I thought if I kind of stayed out of the way, if I didn't talk to you guys, that you guys wouldn't ask me for my progress report and, and that, that this would just go away. And I said, Caleb, there's nothing that you could ever do that would make us stop loving you, that would make us just go away. It's okay. We'll figure this out. This is just your progress report. Um, you know, we'll, we'll help you. We'll get you tutoring, whatever it takes. But mommy and poppy love you. You see, I think that a lot of times we do the same thing. We we try to pretend that nothing is wrong because we think that our problems are just going to go away. Sometimes we pretend that we're this really strong person on the outside, but on the inside, man, we're hurting on the inside. There's pain on the inside. There's doubt, and we pretend that we're someone that we're not. We put on masks. We put on these alternative personalities because for some reason we've convinced ourselves That people will like this person, this thing we're pretending to be, more than they like us. That they won't accept us. And I want to tell you something today. Jesus didn't die for the person that you're pretending to be. Jesus died for you just the way that you are. Even those things that you don't like about yourself. Sometimes we pretend that we're this like super mature Christian because we want people to think that we're super and that we're mature and that we've got it all figured out sometimes we pretend to be this super amazing person that nothing is wrong that whatever they say to you just kind of just slides right off of you and and you just go on with life and you got this super thick skin and you have it all together but then when you go home when you're by yourself when you're stuck in traffic on i-95 or the palmetto or whatever it may be whatever highway that you're on you're upset you cry you get mad at yourself Right before you get to the office, or you get to the party, or you get to wherever that you're going to be, and then you flip the switch, and then all of a sudden, you're this happy-go-lucky person. And you know what? Maybe you have us all deceived. Maybe you have your family deceived, your priest deceived, your pastor <laughs> deceived. But you know who you can't deceive? You know what you can't hide from? And you've become so good at hiding who you really are from everyone that's around you. God knows. God sees you. We can't hide from God as much as we want to. Psalm 139 says this, I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in the darkness, I could not hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day and darkness and light are the same to you. You see, we can't hide from God. We can pretend to be something that we're not in other people's presence, but in the presence of God, we can't pretend to be something that we're not because he knows us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. You can fool everyone around you, but you cannot fool God. In Psalm 139, the psalmist continues to say that you created my innermost beings. You knit me together in my mother's womb. My frame was not hidden from you. God knows you. God knows you before anyone else ever met you in your mother's womb. You were created in the palm of his hands. And he loves you just the way that you are. You know that feeling that, man, I, I got my hand caught in the cookie jar. Like you're sneaking into the kitchen as a kid. Your mom just baked some cookies and you're going to get those cookies. And, and then you get caught. And well, what are you doing? You haven't eaten dinner yet. You can't eat that. You know, that, that feeling that you've been caught, I know that when I really wrap my mind around the fact that God knows me, even if I'm pretending to be someone that I'm not around other people, that God knows me, Just it was that feeling of getting your hand caught in the cookie jar. And, and I know that we've all done dumb things. Man, I've done so many stupid things in my life. And you know what's amazing? God still loves me regardless of whatever that I've done. That thing that you like beat yourself over the head with, I can't believe that I did that. I can't believe that I said that. And man, not a day goes by that you don't regret certain things of your life. God loves you despite what you've done, regardless of the things that you've said, regardless of the ways that you've acted, regardless of how you've talked about him. So many times, when bad things happen in our life, we blame God, we accuse God, we we tell God that you know what if if this is what what you've given me is it, if this is what it means to be a Christian, then then I don't want to be a Christian. I don't want to follow you. I don't want to do what you're asking me to do. And we just throw our faith to the side. I want you to know, God loves you even if you've even rejected him. Romans 5, 8 says this, Jesus died for us while we were still sinners. That means that we have our hand in the cookie jar, and he still died for us. That means we're living a life that, that we know there's things that we should adjust, things that we should change, maybe things that we should start doing, and we don't do them, things that we know that God would want us to do, things that we know that God would want us to be a part of, and we don't do them, and you know what? God still loves you. Jesus died for you while you were still A sinner. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from God's love. There's nothing that you can do that can cause Jesus to regret dying on the cross for you. So today I want to challenge you to stop pretending to be someone that you're not because the most important person ever knows who you are. He knows you exactly the way that you are and he didn't risk it all on the cross. For who you're pretending to be jesus died for you you're hurting he knows it your pain he knows it he knows it better than you know it yourself sometimes we're sad and people ask us why are you sad and we say i don't know i'm just sad why do you feel bad i don't know he knows and he is the antidote to your pain take it today so many times We know that what we really need to do is adjust our faith and and trust God more. And we don't do it because we're scared. I want to challenge you today. Stop pretending to be someone that you're not. And here's the reason why we don't do this. Because when we stop pretending to be someone that we're not, and people see who we really are, it makes us vulnerable. When we stop pretending to be this strong person and and, and have it all together together, To be honest, we become vulnerable. But I want you to know something, that God has a purpose for your life. I want you to say that with me. God has a purpose for my life, for your life. He doesn't have a purpose for that person that you're pretending to be. That facade that you put up every single day. And I want you today to tell God, I want to give you my life. I want to offer up my life, everything, the messed up parts, the good parts, the rest of my life, the years that I have left. I want to dedicate them to you. I do want to walk in that purpose that you've created me for. I do want to fulfill the things that you want me to fulfill. And I am sorry for putting up this fake ID, you know, my friend got his ID stolen a couple of days ago and he was so upset that there was someone else out there pretending to be him. I mean, I would be super upset if someone stole my ID and, and created this alternative life and this alternative, uh, you know, started borrowing money and buying things on my behalf. And, and now I was responsible for that. Don't you think God is saddened? when we pretend to be someone that we're not, especially when he knows he created us for so much more. Think about that for a minute. When we pretend to be someone that we're not, it's like we're showing someone a fake ID and your heavenly father has given you an incredible identity through Jesus Christ. He loves you just the way that you are. You don't need to live life anymore showing this fake ID. You are ready, you've been created to live a life that's full of power, that's full of faith, that's full of favor. And the only thing that you need to do is tell God, God, I am ready to be the woman, to be the man that you created me to be. So stop pretending, stop projecting this fake image. I, I want you to, to also visualize this for a second. All right. If, if you had a projector, and you wanted to project an image or maybe you're in the movies and you know that there's this light that comes from the back and it projects on the screen and, and you see this movie. When we project an image that we're not, we need a wall. And you may not understand this, you you maybe have never even realized this, but, but you've built up walls to project an image that you're not. You've built up walls that project this image that you're not and at the very same time, it's protecting you from people. It, it makes you feel safe when you're on the other side of this wall and, and you're projecting this image of happiness and you're projecting this image of a happy marriage and a happy relationship and, and a stable financial uh, place in life, that, that, that you love your kids and that everyone's happy and, and you're living life through this lens that is in real through social media You wake up every day and you're just trying to take that perfect selfie in the right angle because you're unhappy with the other angles. And so we build walls and we build walls to protect ourselves and so that we can project this false image, this false identity, this false happiness. And what happens when we build these walls to project this fake ID? We enclose ourselves. And yeah, it may feel safe for a little while, but we've also built a prison. And that's why sometimes we are sad. That's why sometimes we may feel depressed. That's why sometimes we wake up sad and we don't even know why. And it's because we've created our very own prison. And the reason we started building these walls and the reason we started projecting this false image is because at one point in our life we thought, that someone is going to reject us if they really knew who I was. Someone is going to reject us if they know my real story. Someone is going to reject me if they know where I was born or if they know that I grew up poor, if they know that I'm poor. And so I build these walls. I build these fake stories. And now we're captive. We're prisoners in a prison that we've created. I want to tell you something. Jesus was rejected so that you and me don't have to live in rejection. Jesus wasn't accepted So that he can accept us into his kingdom. Jesus loves you just the way that you are. And the only way to step into the purpose of God for your life is to begin to tear down those walls that are holding you back. You have been accepted by God. You have been adopted by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are his child. Maybe your family's abandoned you. Maybe your parents have abandoned you. Maybe you live in a home with people and you feel that no one cares about you. You're surrounded by family, yet you feel all alone. I wanted to tell you today that you are part of the family of God. John First John 3, 1 says, Behold, what matter of love the Father has given unto us, that we should be called children of God. For this reason, the world doesn't recognize us, because it has not known Him. Behold, I mean, when I read that in in my Miami language, it's like, oh my gosh, wow, God loves me so much that He calls me His kid. I am a child of God. Whenever you feel rejected, whenever you feel unloved by other people, you know how you begin to break down that wall? You say, I am a child of God. I have been accepted by God. Jesus loves me. God is free. For me. And if God is for me, who can be against me? God wants to set you free. When we read Psalm uh, 139, it says, I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. When we're alone, when we feel sad, when we're behind these walls that we've created. There's darkness. I mean, how many times have we said, man, he's in a dark place, she's in a dark place, even in the darkest night? There is no dark when we invite Jesus into our life, when we invite Jesus into our situation. Whatever situation that you're in right now, invite Jesus into that situation and you will see that your darkness will become light, that your sadness will become happiness, that your sickness will become healing, that you will be set free from your depression, your relationships will be restored, your marriage will be restored, your singleness will be full of people that will love you and protect you and take care of you. God will bring the perfect woman, the perfect man, into your life, when you invite him to be part of your life, when you take on his identity because God has created you for a specific purpose, not the person that you are pretending to be. He wants to take you out of that dark place today. And I want to leave you with this verse, John 8, 12. It says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Follow Jesus today. We're seeing it right here. I hope you screenshotted it and that you're sharing it with people that Jesus is the light. And if you want to come out of the darkness, if you want to come out of sadness, we need to follow him every single day of our life. Remember, Jesus died for you, not the person that you're pretending to be. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for your word. I thank you that you love me, God. You love me. Mark Rodriguez. Just the way that I am. My mistakes. My shortcomings. And you love every person that's listening to this message. That's watching this message. Just the way that they are. God I pray. That right now we would just feel loved. And embraced by you. That we would feel your forgiveness on our life. Father that you would show us and help us. To break down the walls that we've built up. To keep people away. To keep people from hurting us again. Father. That we would be vulnerable in your presence so that you can heal us. The only way that you can heal us is if we open ourselves up to you. And I pray that that's what we would do today as we're watching this video, as we're listening to this message. God, that we would just invite you in to the vulnerable spaces of our life. So you would begin to restore us and build us up. And that we would be able to step into our purpose. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. (music) Amen.
0: you give life you are love you bring light to the darkness you give hope you restore every heart that is broken If it's not like you, you're great, and great are you, Lord, oh, great are you,
1: Lord. Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed that song. I mean, I love it. Every time I listen to it, my spirit becomes refreshed. I hope you enjoyed the message. And now I want to ask you to do a few things. I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast. I want you to share it. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. Tell people about what God is doing through our ministry. I want to invite you to follow us on Instagram at GodLovesMiami and also go to our website, GodLovesMiami.com, so you can find out everything that we're up to, all the details about our church God bless you, and I hope to see you again next week. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, there's just a couple of things I'd love for you to do. Number one, subscribe. That way the most recent episode will always be in your feed waiting for you, ready when you are. And secondly, if this podcast has ministered to you, and you would like to help us continue reaching people that need to be inspired by the Word of God, please consider making a donation at GodLovesMiami.com. That's GodLovesMiami.com. And we'll see you next time on the God Loves Miami podcast.